I-N-D-E-P-E-N-D-E-N-T. Y'all. <laughs> I wouldn't even consider this an episode. Can I just vent for a minute? Like, I am working my nine to five. My projects are picking back up for the quarter. I'm still working at the gym in addition to working out a lot and training for a 10K, blogging, football game Fridays, volunteering on the weekends, and now podcasting. In addition to me taking trips to relax, but forgetting to relax, I'm tired, y'all. Like, tired. Can I buy one energy, please? (laughs) Red Bull tastes like juice and don't work. I want to sleep, but I can't. Like, y'all, I have a package at the Amazon lockers that if I don't pick it up by tomorrow, they're going to send it back. Like, I'm tired. I could just, it could just be me being lazy, but no, it all correlates, and I'm going to tell you how. So, being independent is overrated. Do you hear me? Now, I'm not saying that we as women should not be independent or have the ability to be independent, but I am completely fine with somebody wanting to take care of me. I swear, that's where I'm at in life. Could take care of me, please, right now, <laughs> real bad. <laughs> um, why do I want to talk about this today, though, of all days? I'll tell you. So, I am currently sitting here having car issues. Like, my truck needs to be serviced, the annual service. I need a car wash. The inside needs to be detailed, swept, cleaned, conditioned, all of that. And then I hit a pothole, and now my low tire pressure light is on. Y'all, I'm out here real bad right now. Real bad. Like, car about to be on four flats. It is what it is. Um, And it's not like I haven't been offered some help here and there. I just wish I, I... Oh, God. I just wish I had someone to do it without me even asking. Like, just seeing the pain in my face or hearing the stress in my voice just wanting to jump in and save the day and just do it for me like y'all no lie I swear college was an illusion I was spoiled by my male friends in college spoiled do you hear me um they were washing gassing fixing you name it anything they were doing for Pearl now Pearl was my truck's name in college Um, But yeah, they was doing everything for my car. Had me thinking all men were like that. And these men were from the South. I wasn't used to that. I'm from up North. So it caught me by surprise. But then again, it had me thinking that everybody down in the South was like that. (laughs) Y'all. They not. (laughs) They are not. Um, Like an example, one time my window broke. So I was in Nashville. Um... I was parked on the hill. Maybe that's sign number one. I shouldn't have been parked on the hill, but I was parked. Anywho, I opened my car door and the wind came through and it slammed my door shut. And when it slammed my door shut, it knocked my window off track to the point where the glass like fell down. (laughs) No lie, glass just straight fell, like bloop, fell down in the thing. Um... And my best male friend in college at the time, like he jumped in and helped me. Like he jumped in, saved the day, found places that I could take my car to in addition to going to the car dealership. Um, But that night, because, you know, like I was in a college town, I couldn't just leave my window out there like exposed and open. Car probably wouldn't have been there in the morning. 
He did some sorcery, got the glass from down in the shaft, like jammed it up, taped it, did all this stuff so that the glass was up there. And then the following day he was with me, found a glass place that we could go to. And he had someone physically like jam the window shut or lock it in place until I was able to get back to Chicago and take the car to get it fixed because it was so close to the end of the semester my mom was like don't even worry about getting it fixed down here like we'll get it home and then we'll get it fixed so I probably had like two weeks of being real ghetto and raggedy down at school but nonetheless he stepped in saved the day I didn't have to think he he just stepped in and did it like amazing to this day I love him to pieces He's a newlywed and him and his new bride just announced that they're about to have a baby and I'm so happy for him um, and he's so deserving. But that was a false indication of what men are, at least that I come into to contact with because that was like a one-off situation and yeah, they had me spoiled. They, they definitely had me spoiled. Um, but yeah, like made it his problem and went and knocked it out for me and we were in our early 20s at this time too but you know hey it was a blessing right on time definitely needed that at that point in my life but like i've been out here thugging like i have been thugging in these streets a really long time i've made it to 32 years doing this and god i've been patient but i'm so ready to throw in the towel like i am sick of it i want help but not just any type of help, the help that I don't even need to ask for. Whew. All right, y'all, but being independent is also a double-edged sword. You can be too in independent. It can be intimidating to some men, or you can be seen as not independent enough, and now they look at you like a burden. Ladies, we can't win out here at all. <laughs> I'm a relationship girl. However, I'm also comfortable being by myself when I need to be. Now, for the men listening, do you all like to feel needed? What type of women do you prefer, needy or independent? I've met some people in my past that have flat out told me that I was intimidating to them because I was further along in my career than what they were, and they were not comfortable with that. They look for women that are beneath them. It, without lack of a better phrase, that's exactly what he told me. I was like 26. I was like, oh my God, like you're stupid. But um, yeah, I've had somebody like verbatim tell me that to my face. So I'm curious, do y'all prefer women waiting around at home patiently <clears throat> until you decide to call? Like what? What, what do y'all like? I'm curious. I might have to have a part two Um of this conversation and have a guest, a male guest, and get their perspective because inquiring minds would like to know. Um, but yeah, being responsible for myself, I am completely okay with. But you mean to tell me I have to feed myself, clean my house, nurture, self-care, be misfixed around the house, and I have to clean my car and fix on my car and work on my car like, y'all, that's where I draw the line. Like, I have to figure out about tire locks, debating on getting a Foyt card. So, I know, is a Foyt card just the up north thing? Because I've said it several times down here in Atlanta and people looking at me like I'm crazy. And in Florida, like, they've never heard of Foyt cards. Like, is that just something Illinois be doing to get more money out of us? Or is that just the up north law? Let me know. I'm really, really curious because they be looking at me like I'm slow. And I'm like, no, nah, you need a Foyt card. They be like, what? Anywho. All right. Um, getting a FOIA card or like home security, like making sure I have like alarms around the house, like 
things to protect the door and keep it shut, being at home and stuff or whatever. Like, it's just a lot. Like, I joke a lot and I play around and test the waters to see if the men in my life would help me out with my car. And they won't. Like, not for real. <laughs> like, I need a new set of men in my life to help me out, y'all. But what I will say is they do come through. Like, when it's something super, super serious, like, I can definitely count on them, the ones local and afar. Um, they're A1. But when it comes to my car and I ask all the time, people be looking at me, looking at them, looking at me. Like, help me, please. Like, somebody, I really need help. Because being independent is real ghetto. It's real ghetto out here. I have to now plan on wasting my Saturday at the dealership and them taking all my money because I don't understand car lingo. And I'm telling you, there have been several times that I've been so overwhelmed at a dealership that I've just left with a new car because I didn't want to deal with it or I didn't understand what was being asked of me. And I just, yeah, left with a new car. I felt like I should have been taught these things when it pertains to cars. Like who teaches you this stuff? So <clears throat> they see a sucker walk in a dealership and they lick it. Me being the sucker. Because I don't know what I'm doing, nor do I have any business being in no dealership by myself. Now, I'm not stupid. So I be peeping game and not knowing what I'm... And they be thinking I be falling for the tricks. But it's honestly me just mentally checking out and being like, hey, I just want to get out of here. So if that's me leaving with a new car, then so be it. But that's how I also ended up with a car with no four-wheel drive in the Chicago winter. Story time. So, uh, when was this? 2017, yeah, 2017, um, I went to the dealership to get an oil change. True story. Went to the dealership to get an oil change. I had went by myself. I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to wait for my stepdad, boyfriend at the time, my brother, one of my best male friends. I wasn't going to wait for nobody. I'm going to go do it by myself. So, I... Decided to roll up in the dealership one bright, fine Saturday morning. I had made the appointment. And um, like I said, they saw a sucker. So I walked in there. They telling me all this stuff I need done to the car. In addition to the oil change, they talking about like tire rotations. They need to, ain't a tire rotation when you put the front tires on the back or balancing. They were saying all the stuff that was going over my head, it does not make sense to me. So while they are in the back working on my car, of course, they're like, oh, it's going to be forever because we have so many cars here. I'm looking around the lot. I'm like, oh, this car is really, really nice. So I went for a test drive while waiting to get my car fixed. Moral of the story, I don't even think they started working on my car because next thing you know, I'm signing paperwork, getting stuff out of my car that did not look worked on, and I'm driving off the lot. Now... Now that I'm looking back on it, it's like, why in the world would you not put me in a car that had four-wheel drive, like the car that I had, and you put me in a truck that does not have four-wheel drive? I learned from my dad later on that if a car has four-wheel drive, it will say it on there. If it doesn't, it will not. Like, it'll physically say it on the car, like 4X or something. I know now, but at the time, I didn't. So... I get this new car. I drive off the lot. It's so cute. Ooh, I bought a new car. Ha ha. Joke's on you. I ain't need no oil change. Rewind. No. Fast forward two months after that. And um, I am driving home from grad school. 
in the middle of a snowstorm. Now, I'm from Chicago, Illinois, up north. We have snow. It gets cold. This ain't nothing new to me. So I'm driving. Actually, I was driving to my parents' house because I live downtown. So I was driving to my parents' house after class one night and excuse my French, but all hell broke loose on that expressway. I was on the highway to hell, aka I-55 going south and everything that could possibly go wrong on the way home went wrong. I'm sliding off the road, no traction on the tires, cars are smacking the concrete. I slid into a ditch, somehow got out of the ditch. It wasn't too steep, but somehow got out from being on side, get back centered on the road part. Then I'm like, you know what? Like once I got like out of like the downtown area, I'm like, okay, it's going to take me 37 hours, but I'm going to take the streets. So once I got more than halfway to my parents' house, um, I decided to go ahead and hop off and then I was going to take the streets in my mind. They should definitely be more plowed and stuff like that. It was probably like 10 o'clock at night. So as I'm getting off the ramp, brakes are not working. I smacked the median underpass, the concrete. Um, then I keep driving and I'm down the little hill thing, hitting the sign that says city, one city to the left, one city to the right. Like that sign that be in the middle. Smack that. And I'm like, yo, I am getting rid of this car. And I kind of had a sense of like PTSD as well. Um, I'll touch on that in a second. So I'm on the phone with my mom and stepdad having a panic attack. I'm crying. I'm like, I am getting rid of this car tomorrow. So after like another hour and a half, um, I finally make it to my parents' house. Actually, my stepdad and my mom low-key met me halfway of the halfway. Um, and my stepdad drove my car home and I hopped in the car with my mom and drove back to their house. Now, I calmed down. The following day, I made a game plan, and then that Monday morning, I called off work, and I was like, you know what? I That's when I found out I didn't have four-wheel drive. My stepdad is yelling at me like I knew that I didn't have four-wheel drive on that new car. He called the car dealership, cussed them out, but it's like, I didn't know. I'm a girl. Again, we don't know these things, and I'm not speaking for all women, but a great majority of us don't know this stuff, where we were supposed to learn it. Please let me know. Like, I really want to know where I was supposed to learn this. Because when I say stuff, you should already know this. How? It wasn't in the books I was reading in school. But anywho, I decided to go trade that mug in and get a new car. Not, mind you, I only had that truck for five months. It was a brand new car. Still had the new car smell. And I went and got rid of it and got something that was a safety car. Because um, backing up a few months before I got that new car, I was in a bad car accident and I could have lost my life. Like a lot of stuff could have happened. I suffer from short-term memory loss. People be laughing, but the ones that was in that car with me, no, like legit real life. My head cracked that glass. It was really, really bad. But anywho, um, yeah, so I have PTSD. So I need like a safety car. So hitting the concrete and doing all that stuff was petrifying me. Um, but anywho, I went that Monday, three car dealerships, had three cars or trucks that I wanted at each dealership. And then I ended up getting what I wanted with four wheel drive and a safe car. 
Um, and yeah, I had that car for some years until my 30th birthday when I decided to upgrade and now we have Storm. Um, but anywho, that was my story time. I didn't know that they was bamboozling me and putting me in a, a death trap, a cute death trap. That's what we call it in my family. It was a cute little death trap. Um, and yeah, so I don't have no business going to a car dealership by myself. Y'all hear me out here pleading for help, but don't nobody want to go with me. Like, I really just want to be somebody's dependent. I am willing and able to be someone else's responsibility. Like, legit, that's where I'm at in life. I'm going to have this conversation with my married friends to see if it's what it's cracked up to be. But regardless of what they say, I don't care. Mentally, this is where I'm at in my life. I need a break from my independence. I'll work and I won't be a problem. But the thing is, I have no interest on doing things that I don't feel that I should be doing or things that I don't know how to do. I just want somebody to do the stuff for me. Just be there to do it when I need you to. So my next big purchase will be a townhouse. Yay, congrats. Next, I don't know when, but that, that's the next big thing that I'm going to purchase. Now you already know, I don't know jack squat about inspections, appraisals, property values or escrow what is escrow <laughs> like for real what is escrow um i have friends that have been through this process luckily but they're not here with me in atlanta so um, i need my person to step in like superman with the s on his chest to save the day because if i'm if i'm left to do this by myself y'all i'm scared um yeah, but I'll also add that I'm not 100% a girly girl. I grew up with the boys, so I grew up fishing, camping in the woods, playing outside, um, watching and understanding football, outside on them four-wheelers, dirt bikes and ATVs, you name it. I was raised with my boy cousin, so I'd be out there. But there are things that I don't know how to do. Like, I want somebody to take that stress away, please. Like, serious question. Serious question, like, no lie. Like, as I'm sitting here thinking... As I'm talking, how low is too low on a tire? Like I've been riding around dirty for a couple weeks now. Am I about to be on four flats? <laughs> Real talk, like how low is too low? It's dipping into the 20s. I don't even know what's normal tire pressure, but I don't have time to go to a dealership. Um, and also my truck is a polar white color. But it's out here looking like a tan mustard color. Again, I should be ashamed, but I haven't had time to go to the car wash, to the dealership. I had time to do nothing. Do you hear me? Nothing. I don't have time. I just get in and drive. I barely be having time to put gas in my car. I was talking to one of my best friends the other day, and I was just curious to know, like, what would happen if I don't put premium in my car? She advised me not to. I didn't do it, but I'm curious. Any of y'all ever had a car that requires premium, but y'all did not put premium in there? Curious, what happened? Let me know. Send me a message. I'm curious if y'all have ever done it. Like, no, I haven't. I'm not going to. But inquiring, my, inquiring, inquiring minds would like to know. So y'all, this is just a random Tuesday tangent. I know I am loved. But y'all, a girl needs some help. Help a girl out. Like, I just wanted to come on here today. I'm posting two episodes in one day today. Well, this ain't no episode. This is just a rant. 
posting this because like this is where I'm at in life. I am fed up. Being independent is overrated for me. Now, some of y'all might love being independent and I'm not saying I don't. Like I love being able to buy what I want to buy, go where I want to go, dress how I want to dress, stuff like that. Like I love it, but I also can't wait to be somebody else's problem. I can't wait to get married, to have my husband have to deal with my car and his. I can't wait to have somebody else figure out how to, with the smoke detectors and putting the pictures on the wall and doing all of this stuff. Your girl can't wait. Like I said, I've been waiting patient, but, and and I've been doing it and crushing it by myself. But I want to be cared for. I want to be somebody's dependent. I cannot wait for the day when all that stuff, I don't have to worry about it because it has now been inherited to somebody else and it is now somebody else's problem. Okay. So that's where your girl's at today. Um, Like, post a comment if you can. Reach out if you have any questions, any insight. But yeah, I'm sick of being independent, y'all. But what I will say now that I've gotten that off my chest, I, I, I guess I have no choice but to take my car to the dealership. Now, if I walk out of there with a new one, I don't even know who fault it is. But I know what to look for. I know it should say 4X on the back. That means it got four wheel drive. But um, yeah, I guess until my person appears in front of me with an S on his chest, I got to go take my car to the dealership myself. Or you know what? This circle of men I have in my life. I'm about to call every single one of them and see who gonna help me because I need help. Jesus, take the wheel, please, because I don't know what I'm doing out here. But all right, y'all, until next time, continue to stay cute. (laughs) All right, bye, y'all.